Yes, yes, people, we are back live. We are back live on the Sarcasm City TV YouTube for another Manchester United Liverpool show. Man, the United podcast meets the analysis at Anfield podcast. Joined by the analysis at Anfield podcast. Very happy, smiling, smug-faced Liverpool representative Ram is in the building. So please keep all your comments, all your questions, Manchester United or Liverpool related. Make sure you hit the like button on the video. Share this across the socials. And and subscribe to the channel Sarcasm City TV. Very good start to the season from Liverpool. Obviously, they beat um, Aston Villa 3 0 over the weekend, have 10 points from 12. Uh, Amrabat unveiled now finally by Manchester United has the number four shirt. A lot going on with Manchester United as always, whether that's Eric Ten Hag versus Jaden Sancho, the loss to Arsenal, plus more. So I'm sure you lot and Ram will have plenty of questions on that as well. But like I said, before we get into all of that, bump up the likes first and foremost, man. Let's bump up the likes on the video, whether you're watching this live right now or watching this back. Share this across the socials and on top of those two things, subscribe to the channel Sarcasm City TV. It is rolled to 8,000 subscribers people roll to eight thousand subscribers big up to our wayne uh i love to see the jamaican flags as well so put you'll never walk alone um big up to talk and ball who says big up from a spurs boy heard good things about this channel excited to check it out finally hey big up man let me know where you've actually joined from yeah, talking ball let us know man but it's good to have you in the chat and let us know who you support as well please as well warrior j says we'll get straight to the quote actually before we do ram how are you doing you bless I'm good, man. I'm good. Like you said, 10 out of 12 points that we've got. A very good start. We are third in the league as well. So everything looking up at this moment in time, man. Okay, there we go. And Warrior J says to the Liverpool fan, the panellist, who obviously didn't know who was going to be on, thoughts on Liverpool 3, Aston Villa 0. I thought it was very impressive to get a clean sheet with Matip and Gomez, while Van Dijk and Canate are out. Should we get on to the game then? Yeah, yeah, get to it. We, we, can, we can start with there. We can start with the game. Um, All I've got to say on the game is dominant, dominating performance. Uh, we controlled the entirety of the game. We bossed every single aspect of the pitch. Um, the only opportunities they actually got was when they were our own mistakes. So a miscontrol, a bad pass or whatever. But that's going to happen from time to time. So in terms of us getting exposed, whether it be counter-attack or whatever, it's very rare to see. We stopped them from doing that. People say that Aston Villa, whether it be a good marker, look, Aston Villa is a solid team. Mm -hmm. I think they've done really well. The only result that they didn't have that was great was the freak result against Newcastle, which was a 5-1 um, and is the first game of the season for Newcastle. So at, at um, St. James, so it's going to be a bit of a, Tough start, but they're a good team, man, with some good players, mm. and we've stopped them from counter-attacking us. It's not the fact that they didn't do good. We stopped them. You do Our very midfield well. Was, when, we, when we lost the ball, straight away, midfield became compact. And from that point, they couldn't do any switches. They couldn't pass the ball straight to Watkins. It was either pass it back or pass it long. And most times or not, we would win the ball because Matip is six foot four, Gomez is six foot two, six foot three, respectively. Um, and they're just as quick as Watkins, in my opinion. So mm -hmm. it was what it is. Darwin was decent. Salah got got his goal. Shabazz like right. The more I talk on this guy, the more I'm 
excited at the fact that he's at Liverpool, man. Look at this guy. Shooting. Know. Work rate. Like I said, I, I said he was going to be a massive success even from the get-go. He's got the RB gene inside of him. That Red Bull gene is in his DNA. Shouts and to Molina as well. I big up. And to be in a club system and to be successful in a club system, you need to have that work rate and you need to have that gene. And he's got that in abundance. And he's, on one added bonus, he has technical ability as well. You know? So I can't wait to see more of this guy. And also I want to say, Mac was also really good in that number six role. Mm-hmm. Because he got to see more of the pitch. He got to see what he could do. His passing was good. The only times his passing was not that great was in counter-attacking transitions. I mean, I think he tried to just a couple of times he snatched at the ball and all that kind of thing. But overall, when he had time and space, he was just pinging the ball left, right, and center, finding good finding players in space. And it was a joy to behold, man. So overall, a great, a great start and a great performance from, from Liverpool, man. There you go. There you go. Big up to Molina in the chat. I see you, Steve, Warrior J, all the regulars, all the new people. And Bruno says, big up, flawless, mate. Always enjoy your shows. Hey, large up to everyone, like I said, who watches live, anyone who watches back. Big up to anyone who's listening on an audio platform as well. Got another question from Warrior J. Of course, if you super chat as well, we will get straight to it. Says there was a rumour that uh, Al Itiad is preparing a 215 million bid for Mo Salah. If you were Liverpool right now, Ram, what would be your decision? I'd reject it. I'd ask for more money. I'm How much would you ask for? How much would you ask for? Oh, this is gonna sound outrageous. Three hundred M's. Okay. So if they so so let's say hypothetically they offer three hundred million, you'd sell him. Even though you couldn't get a replacement because the window's closed. Do you know why? Go on, why? He would be double the amount of transfer fee of what Mbappe was for thingy. PSG. Okay. Do you know how crazy that sounds? Yeah, that's nuts. But what about your team? The team, I think, I think we have enough to do all right for the top four when it comes to January. And then January, we can go out and get someone. So you'd run the risk from August to January of not being able to reinvest Mm. that money that you've got for our Mosalo? Unless it's stupid money. Which is 300 M's to you is stupid money. That is stupid money. Think about it. That's like 100 million pounds more than the world record transfer fee. Because of the way it would handicap you and you couldn't reinvest it. If I was in Liverpool, I'm looking for 400 M's. I'm looking for... I think think we have to be realistic in the fact, even if 300 M's sound mad, 400 M's, I don't think they'll ever do that. That's what it is. That's inconvenient. That's for the inconvenience. Mm -hmm that I can't go and replace him. So if you're going to take away my best attacker and one of my best players, um, I'm going to need that inconvenience money. Never mind his talent. I can't then go and replace him from August to January. I, I'm without him. That's why I would That's why I would say that. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, we don't, we don't, we don't need... Maybe we're know, different. Nego- Maybe you're better knowledge. negotiating than I am for the Senate. Yes, clearly it shows, man. Clearly it shows. You just there thinking about always. Oh, it's, it's what's what was it? Oh, it's more than Mbappe. You just thinking about records. Right, I'm thinking no. about winning. My focus is winning. For a thirty-year-old, is mad. Yeah, it's great money. Don't get mistaken. But if the window was still open, but the fact it's closed, you can't even go and attempt to get to reinvest that money. That's yeah. the issue. Uh, big up to Jesus. Says love and support from. Um, hey, hey, big up, man. Is that the South African flag? Yeah, man. Large up, man. 
Yeah, yeah big up to you. Every single time, man. Large up, man. Love to see people from Africans locked in from the motherland. Love that. Love that. Do you agree with this? So Wayne says, uh, Liverpool winning the league. Don't watch the City start. Confident like that. What are you saying? Liverpool winning the league, Ram, yeah? Ooh, Title challenge? Title win? We still, we still need um, a couple more players. This would be like 2017-18 when we got our... When we got the likes of Salah, Oxlade-Chamberlain and, and players like that. I wouldn't say yet. Maybe next season, but not yet. You would agree with me, Flores, then it? Yeah, that would agree with you. Yeah, but I wanted you to be like away and backing it, man. Away and saying we win and nah, lose. I have to, have to give some start. sort of realism. Why, why should I back something that I'm not going to believe in? You know? Hey, that's fair. But you got Shabozlai or Shabozlai, as I'm seeing Shabozlai. people call. Look at you oh. cheesing up, smiling about him. Yeah, I love how you have first name versus a first name uh, basis with them. But now, to be on, fair, to be fair, the reason why I'm so giddy about Sabozla is because I, I I talked about him for time. I didn't think Liverpool were ever going to go in for him, and the fact that we've actually got him, I'm gassed. <laughs> you yeah, know, as you should be. Yeah. First, first, uh, Warrior J goes on to say, Ram, I, I think you saw the Jordan Henderson interview about Liverpool. What was your view on it? And were you disappointed with his comments? Do you want me to be completely honest? Yeah, on yeah. It? Be, be completely honest. That's what we want. I don't give a shit. <laughs> I really don't, really don't give a damn. Um, He's a player that I didn't want to be playing loads of games. Um, yeah. And the fact that you heard that, and didn't want to be a part of that. It's like, cool, you're off. And I don't know why people that wanted him out give a damn as well. What like exactly did he say? Warrior J put the comments in what he actually said, like the main he thing. Said he said something along the lines of, I didn't feel, the club didn't want me to say, so I left kind of thing. I didn't feel wanted and that kind of mm -hmm. shit. And I was like, look, you're 33 years old. You're not, you're not exactly the quality of player that can last until they're about 38. Mm. Um, I'm talking about unicorns here. I'm talking about your your goat level players. I'm talking about your Gerards, your possibly your skulls, your Lampards, your um even to an extent, you could say Shearer to an extent. He's not that level of player. Mm -hmm. And we're Liverpool Football Club. And even even then, those kind of level of players will not be starting for us. How many times did Paul Scholes start when he was about 37, 30, 34, 35 years old? Okay, okay. Yeah, he uh, played in important games, but never started the 38-game campaign. Those are the like yeah. for the, the unicorn unicorns, the, the rare, rare unicorns you find them. But you talk about your Ronaldos, your Messis. You talk about the goats, the, the goat conversation people. Yeah. Um, and look, Hennis is not that level. Um, so that's football. And I think one thing that people are upset about is the fact of they wanted Henderson to do this. Sorry, no, they, they wanted Klopp to be have that ruthless edge. Mm -hmm. And now that we've seen it, he's like, oh, Jürgen stood up for him. He's, Jürgen wanted him. No, it's like, no, Jürgen, Jürgen Klopp said that. He wouldn't guarantee enough game time for him because we got Sabozlai and Mac and looking to get Gravenberch at the same time. Mm. Um, and, and he was dead serious. And I think he I think Henderson's the kind of player that deserves the truth. 
and he was truthful. He's like, I'm sorry, I, I can't guarantee you game time. And if he wants to leave, then yeah, he goes. The chapter's done. The chapter and the book of Henderson being captain of the Liverpool Football Club is done. You can tie the ribbon on it. You can sign it off. Yeah. It's, start, it's time for a new era for Liverpool and uh, possibly, and, and obviously Liverpool's captain as well. And that's Virgil van Dijk. She's like, you can say this, chapter chapter three, Virgil van Dijk, captain of Liverpool. That's how I see it, honestly. Go on, Carry, um, let's see what else you lot are saying in the chat as well. Um, Stephanie G. Oh, actually, the rest of the comments. You lot continue to get your questions in. Just please keep in Manchester United or Liverpool related as well. We're only at 23 likes, though, before we carry on. Uh, nah. Let's get up to 40 likes, man. Like, check, one, two, one, two. Let's hit that like button. Subscribe to the channel as well. Sarcasm City TV. We're currently at, let me refresh it. I believe we're at 7,909. I'm just refreshing the screen right now. Yeah, I see you, Ramnatsu. We're at 7,910 people. We're looking for five more subscribers. Get us to 7,000. 915 people get us to 7915 we're looking for five more subs people five more subs what are we doing girls girls up to the that next subscriber mark roll to 8k and you know what i'm saying and see yes yeah, it's ryan joker who's ringing me the joke man talking about yo send me the link i'll be i'll be what's it called i'll be 10 minutes late though joke man uh stephanie g says ramble uh will playing Thursday night football affect your premier league performances uh nah What's the difference between playing Tuesday slash Wednesday and Saturday? And the reason why Arsenal, and I'm, I'm a big believer in this, the reason why Arsenal lost Premier League is the fact that they got knocked out of the Europa League the way they did. Well, they got knocked out of the Europa League. They got knocked out of the Europa League to an inferior team, in my opinion. Winning breeds winning. Winning is like a drug. I like to say this a lot. Winning is like a drug that you get hooks on and you can't stop doing it. It's addictive, like smoking. Yeah. It's very addictive and it's very a very bad habit to get rid of. Yeah. Obviously, it's a good habit when you when it comes to competitiveness and and obviously trophies and accolades and all that. But it's a very good habit to have. Mm. If we got bigger fish to fry stuff, don't believe it at all. The reason why we are um the reason why we were able to do the quad, and I feel as though no other team will ever do it again, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. Is the fact of hey, you didn't do the quad, don't do that. Challenge for the quad, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Make momentum. sure you get that right, make sure you get that right, yeah. Momentum, that's it. Fucking momentum, joke, man. having that momentum, yeah. yeah. Joe, man, yes, Ryan, what are you saying, family? You good, yeah, good, man. How are you guys? You good, I'm blessed, man. Just woke up, no, 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 no. Uh, See, just... I thought you just woke up, okay. yeah, just looking mad. I thought you just woke up in that, um. <laughs> Like, let's see what else says. Nah, for real, you know what I'm saying? This guy look like he looks like me. I just woke up not too long ago, that's why I said it. Oh, even a shot, and yeah, just in regards to thanks, Warrior J, for putting the Jordan Henderson comments in. So, this is just some of what he said. If one of those people, Klopp or FSG, said to me, Now, no, we want you to stay, and we wouldn't be having this conversation, that's not to say they forced me out of the club, but at no point did I feel wanted by anybody to stay. I saw you. I saw Jurgen say a few days ago that he's really happy with his transfer window and he loves this team. That's what he told the Athletic. This tells you the players that left, he probably wanted to go, and the players that have come in, he probably wanted to sign. He said he felt unwanted. That broke his heart to hear an LFC captain say that. 
And I know that's sad, man, to see the most successful Premier League captain in Liverpool's history. You know what I'm saying? Sound like that. But what's your thoughts on what Jordan Henderson said, Ryan? Uh, I think this is purely to do with the football side of things. Like, Because um, obviously he said um, he was talking about other subjects. But in terms of um, the football side of things, I feel like his ego's kind of hurt in a way. I think he's I think that's what I can see from that. I feel like his ego's hurt. Um I don't think it was necessary for him to say what he said, to be honest. I don't really see what the point of him saying it was, really. We all know there was his move to Saudi was money motivated. Like, let's be real. That's kind of it for everybody. Like I don't know why he's lying about that. But like I, I mean I guess he has to say that in it. So that that's kind I wouldn't of say hurt. fully motivated by money. But let's be real, that's obviously a big factor, bro. Let, oh, let's yeah, be yeah. real, that's for anyone, of course. But, I mean, obviously he can't say that it was because of money and everything, but, like, you know, but I just feel the other stuff he said maybe just wasn't necessary. Like, I don't think Klopp ever said to him that, like, oh, I refuse to believe Klopp ever said to him and say, no, I want you to leave, do you get what I mean? I refuse to think that. And Jordan Henderson didn't exactly say that, but, look, I think his ego hurt in terms of, he probably still thought he deserved a place in the team for whatever reason, and, we all know we could all see with our own eyes that like he was finished in it. He was he was never good enough and anymore. Um, I think we could all see that, and the fact that we had brought in uh, McAllister as a boss like at that particular time, he knew his position, his starting position in the team was gone, and I think this is him trying to kind of save face in a way, maybe refuse. I don't know. It, it's just a bit. It was just a bit weird. I think he was a bit disrespectful to Klopp a little bit. Um, it, that's just my opinion. I, I think he could have just handled this a bit better, Henderson, to be honest. There's no kind of thank you or kind of, you know, to clop it anyway. So I, I don't really know what to think of it, to be honest. I just think he, he could have just avoided this situation. Ryan, like, from the sound of things, you don't really care. Yeah, I don't really care because he's not our player anymore. Do you get what I mean? But I still find it a little bit sad, to be honest, that. <laughs> He's kind yeah, of gone because yeah. even though yeah. I wanted this guy out for time, he's still actually he's still a Liverpool legend at the end of the day. He's still the captain yeah. that you know led us to our first title in 30 Facts. years. Most successful European captain football. in the modern day era. Facts. Okay, cool, bro. You do want to yeah. keep renting that, man? Who you you love renting what? that? I'm not renting it, I'm just saying people forget like you Liverpool fans like yourself don't want to give him give him his accolades and give him give that man no, his look, flowers. I'm not even oh, like, I do, I, um, uh, flawless. I am the last person to to say that I don't give anyone his flowers. I give I everyone their give flowers, man, flowers. including yourself. I do. Oh, I've bro, given more flowers I, on the stream than you have. I really do not care about what's going on right now. Yeah, well, like I said, someone who asked. Like I said, it's like, it's history, man. It's like it's, the chapter's done. Yeah, exactly. Like it's in the past. It's he, look, he's a Liverpool legend and he stays a Liverpool legend, but 100%. I just think it's a bit sad the way he's he's going out like this in a way. Like, just you didn't need to say that stuff today about like Klopp and you know, I, I just didn't see the point of it. You're kind of trying to paint Klopp in a in a bad light to kind of save your ego, it, it, the way it looks to me. Like, that's just the way it looks to me, to be honest. And it's just a bit of a sad way to go out, to be honest. Like, you know At the what? end of the day, even though I wanted him out for a while, I still didn't, you know, he's still a legend and I didn't want him to go out like this. Do you get what I mean? So, you know, what? Yeah, I he's have in no... the past now. He's not a player anymore. Let's just focus on the future the way I see it. So, yeah, I have no problem with him feeling like this because it still means that he he has that ego that he wants to keep 
Like he feels yeah. as though he's good enough. And I think players should players in the modern game should have that. You know, and some there's certain players in this team that I feel as though don't have that mentality of thinking, oh, I'm better than this player, I'm better than that player, but they're just happy to be here. That was our big problem that we had for quite a lot of t- a long time. I think Origi had a bit had that trait, even though he was useful in certain games. I think Minamino had that. I think at this moment, Simakas has that. They're just happy to be there. Now, I want players that want to fight and want to fight for their place and be a part of the first team and win trophies. That's one thing I'll never sly Henderson for. His mentality is elite. Mentality is elite. No doubt. Whether the technical ability is there, I'm not too sure. But one thing for sure, his mentality is elite. Yeah, I can't deny that. I do think it's a like I said, I just find it when now when now he's not a player and you can start to I can start to appreciate him more. Do you get what I mean now that he's not a player? I yeah, can start 100%. to appreciate him. And I just still find it a bit sad don't, the way I see. Don't understand of, what you have until it's gone, but carry on. No, 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 no. It's no, it's not, it's not like that. Now. It's like he's gone, I can appreciate the good times that he brought to the club. Do you, you get either what I mean? die a hero or live long enough to see yourself become the villain? Yeah, that's how I feel. That's how I feel on this show. That's how I feel on this channel. You know what I'm saying? But carry on. The thing is, he's not not my player anymore. (laughs) Actually, technically, Fergie did a lot, even though the Glazers were there, so it doesn't really work. That's why why I let you get your shit joke off, mate. Go on, carry on, Ryan. The thing is, like I said, he's not my player anymore, so, you know, I don't want to go in on him too much because... So that's why where I see I still see him getting a bit of stick online now, and he's not our player. And I, I get, I I just don't think this today was necessary. To be honest with you, it's mm. just he didn't need to say that stuff. In my opinion, it wasn't terrible, by the way. I don't think it was awful what he said or anything. I just thought it was a little bit. You didn't need to. That that's all it was. To be honest, it was a bit unnecessary. Yeah, right, yeah I think that's, that's all first. it was. But I don't think it was like terrible what he said or anything. I, pe- I think people are going a bit too overboard with it. That's where I'm on on it on the train. People are giving too much airtime with this, and I don't think it's really necessary, man. I really don't. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. That being said, Joel says, "Do you think?" One sec, my laptop is moving. Hella suspect. I don't know what's going on here. It's moving mad suspect. It really is. Do you seriously think Liverpool can contend for the league this season, even though the defence is still shaky? We'll go to you on that, right? 10 points from 12. Looking good. Matt, 10 yeah. in the 6. What are we saying? Um, What do you mean by contend, though? Like, what do we judges contend here? Do I think we win what, Arsenal did, what Arsenal did last year? What Arsenal did last season? That that Anything like that? Anything four, um, five, six points away? I, I don't think so. Yeah. <coughs> uh, I don't think I'm so. Safe, I think City are just too strong. Club. Okay, I, I just think City, are, I, I just don't think we're ready this season. I just think City are a bit too strong. And I don't think anyone um, gets close to City this season. That includes Arsenal as well. Like, I think we finish up. I think, I personally think we finish second because I think we're the second best team in the country, to be honest. Um, but I just think City are just a bit too far ahead um, this season, to be honest with you. That's that's just my my opinion. What are you saying, Ram? Again. I echo what Ryan says. City are, uh, I think City, people started to appreciate City's transfer window at the end. I'm going to name names. People like Agal started to it's, appreciate. Hey, yeah, man, I love, I love that, man. Put names on these bullets, man. Let's go. Hey, Agal, big up to you, but hold that. Go on, Gary. Yeah. I mean, he is holding it. He is holding it. Because I told him, I told him all the time, stop with the 
early shots when it's not even done yet. You know what I mean? You're blowing your load too early, even though it could bite you in the ass. And that's what's happened. I told him, Bernardo, he keeps just saying, Bernardo Silva's going to go. I've been wanting that guy to leave Man City for two and a half years. It's been years. like this for years with Bernardo Silva. Literally yeah. every single year, there's a hope Barcelona's going to get Bernardo Silva. And then all I see is Bernardo Silva coming out of the Etihad Stadium, being like an absolute rat on the pitch. Don't get me wrong, great player, but he's a rat on the pitch. I hate him so much. Right. Maybe that's a good thing that I hate him because yeah, he's clearly. a rat. But Could I hate out your heart, man? <laughs> I mean, if, if I've got hate in your heart for a rival, then it's a compliment. You get what I mean? Yeah, first, first. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like I hated Rooney, but yeah. that means I admire him because he's a good player. Yeah. Um, yeah. But stuff like that was going to happen. They signed Kovacic, a very, very shrewd signing. A very shrewd signing. They're gonna find they're gonna sign a right winger. They signed Vardio, a center, left-sided center back that can advance forward as well. That would mm-hmm. help their system. They're gonna sign another player as well. They're gonna sign someone to back up Rodri because uh Calvin Phillips ain't that guy. Lo and behold, they signed Mateus Nunes. Mm. I told you these guys do not rest, they do not rest and they do not stop making themselves better. That's what every yeah. single club in the Premier League should do. And they've got Doku as well. Just to yeah, add. Yeah. I just yeah. find it still funny how, like, when I see Arsenal fans on Twitter so far this season, still they're proper concentrated on City results, City games, all that. You know, like when Fulham equalised the other day against City, it's like, yes, Fulham getting on. You know, when City got the 2 1 back, it's like, how's that disallowed? And stuff? How's that not disallowed? I'm like, you man, why are you paying so much attention to this? Like, you actually think you're in a title race? Like, that's crazy to me. Like, I think, I, I think, think in I've... my opinion, I think in my opinion, they are still the closest team in the Premier League that could challenge. That can you don't think you don't think you don't think you're the second best team in the league? No, Ram. I mean, we've had this conversation, flawless. Uh, yeah, we can think... have this conversation again. <laughs> that's very true. There's new people, there's new people in the chat who may not know. You know what I'm saying? That's why. <laughs> I know you're, you're a superstar, never, right? But you're never gonna let like, you're never gonna live that comment down on me saying go back and watch the other <laughs> Yeah, 100%. I know you're a superstar, Ram. We, you know, what I'm saying we're in your we're, the, we're in your presence, man, of King Ram. You know what I'm saying? Stop but it, you know, like, like I said this, I've said this before. What did I say before? I was gonna say something. Flawless completely threw me off the train. I can't think now. It was about Arsenal. Yes, Arsenal are the closest team to challenge Man City, even ahead of Liverpool, in my opinion. I think the quality of players that they have, and I think the overall feel-good factor at the club will just propel them that little bit further. I think Liverpool are at the stage of their transition where it's just a little bit too early. If they sign a right, if they sign a centre back and a probably backup right winger or even mm. even a right back, they're not saying, "Yeah, we're 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 next," mm. but. At this moment, I think just the feel-good factor, the quality players that they brought in, I think um, uh, Arsenal are there. Jason disagrees. I mean, he says, as a City fan, only Liverpool can stop us. These guys trying to be humble. I didn't even know he was a City fan. Jason, big up. Big up TJ fans. as well. Large up TJ in the cut. Yeah, go on. The majority on. of City fans, even though there's not a lot, like the majority of them will say like... <laughs> That's a little dig. They, that's the only dig you can really kind of fire at City at the moment, isn't it? Do you get what right. I mean? It's the only, right. but like, 
the majority of their fans will still say Liverpool are kind of the team that they're most wary of. They're obviously, they're not scared of any team because they're City and they're just miles better than anyone. But like, they're the team that we're the team they're most wary of, and. I just don't think anyone gets close to them this season, including us. I think we're the second best team, but if I can hear Rams, I can hear people saying Arsenal are the second best team, but that doesn't necessarily mean Arsenal are going to get close to City or challenge them this season. I just, I've, like I said, I've not been convinced by Arsenal this season. They're still a, a very good team. I'm not going to deny that, but I don't. So far, I know it's still early in the season, but I don't think they're anywhere near the level they were last season. I'll just, I'll just be honest. I just. Don't think they're as convincing. I think they look a bit sus- more suspect defensively. I don't think their attack is performing to the same level it was. With Habits in the midfield, their midfield looks significantly weaker than last season. So I just don't see them getting close to City at all this season, to be honest with you. So and that's the same with every other team, if I'm being honest. First, TJ says Ram Ryan. Is this Darwin? A man called him Noodles. You know, is this Darwin Noodles? Um, breakout season in the Premier League. We'll go to you first on that, Ram. It's got to be, I think so. It's got to be his breakout season, I think. So far, he's done all right. Uh, three, four games he's played, two goals and assist. Um, so far, so good. Again, for me, a breakout season in all comps, uh, I expect around I say 25, 25, 25 yeah. GA. Um, I think I'm last day he got 19. Goals, to be honest with you, in all comps, I'm saying 25 goals. To be honest, how many assists are you in Europa then? League, where he really in the, he should be scoring quite a few. That's why I, I think I'm he's not. Get... I'm not sure if he plays all the Europa League games. I think he'll be chop and change. No, I hear you, but I still think he'll play enough in the Europa League to to kind of stat pad a little bit. To be honest, like, and when you think about, it, I think he scored was it 15, 16 goals last season. If this yeah. is a breakout season from last season, I'm expecting 25, yeah, 25 goals. goals. Yeah, that's why I, I just I don't think you'll play a lot of Europa League games, in my opinion. I think it'll be mm. chop and change. I think if only hey. if anything, he'll come off the bench um a lot of the time. I think you'll play a lot of domestic games, in my opinion. Um so yeah, 25 GA in my opinion. I think you'll get that. Um that'll be a class as a good season, in my opinion. 30, then it'll be breakouts. I think, yeah. I don't want to say he's breakout, breakout season, but he would have a good season. I think he would get 25 GA in all cops. First? I don't say that. Fair enough. First, first. Yeah, like I said, large up TJ in the corner. He agrees. He says, I agree, by the way. Arsenal going to finish um, a distant second or third. Oh, that's fair enough. Nick saying, I don't think Arsenal finish in the top four. All right, interesting. I think that, no, they'll comfortably nah, they uh, top three, I think, comfortably. Oh, and, and Wayne saying, you win the league. You know what I'm saying? He's convinced. He's even put, yeah. he's even put a points total. My like Wayne. Liverpool, man, you're up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He said, title, uh-huh. he said title charge. He said, Liverpool 97 points, City 94 points, Arsenal 87 points. And he put 100, 100. He said this at the that's start right. of the show. He's saying this now. I, I respect Wayne, the optimism, but... Uh, that's uh yeah I I I can't agree with respect that it and to this um I did see this on my timeline as well big up warrior J says ongoing talks are aimed at bridging what is a substantial gap between the current bids and the Glazers valuation and that's from Mike Keegan who is normally a very reliable Manchester United source but like I, I I'll say now like I said when initially it came out that the Glazers are not selling very few people know what's going on I take it all with a pinch of salt I'm just waiting to see I'm just waiting for the all right, yeah, the Glazers have accepted, the Glazers have rejected. That's legit what it is. I already told you lot 
my thought process on it from the jump that 99.9% .9 of people reported on this are just guessing. This is why when I hear pro Sheikh Jassim news, I don't jump up and down. And this is why when I hear like the Glazers could stay in negative news in regards to the situation, I don't get too downhearted and see the Glazers are staying and where to, because we don't know because no one said anything. We're still in the same place as we was when this initially when the Glazers were initially selling last year or when, not last year, but whenever it was. Yeah, I think it was last year. I think it was like October, November. So we're, we're closing in on a year of this going on. And I've already said by the end of this year, if we don't hear anything, that's when I'd be concerned. And when I say don't hear anything, I'm not talking about an actual sale. I'm talking, I just want clarification in regards to they're selling, they're not selling. Because at the moment, we have no idea where we stand. Zero. And I've already said if the, if um, Sheikh Jassim takes over, I'm doing him for the full week. I'm in the Arab attire. I found it. You know what I'm saying? I was looking for it in my house. It's actually here in the bag. I'm ready. I have the Arab attire. I've got the head wrap, the black thing you put around. I've got the whole gown thing. I will be sat here the whole week doing the thing. I may even to pull up in Old Trafford in it. You know what I'm saying? But get myself some sandals. You feel me? Pull up in sandals <laughs> and socks. I'm telling you, I'm ready, people. I am full well on ready. So, yeah, man, that's why hopefully what Mike Keegan's saying, if there is a substantial gap, I hope that is true. Because then that means there's some form of negotiation. There's some form of movement in the negotiation. If they've offered five bill, for example, and the Glazers want six, or they've offered six and the Glazers want seven. I like that. I like that type of news. But like I said, we don't know because the Glazers don't say shit. They never communicate with us. I wish they would just come out and say, look, this is what's going on. But hey, we move. There's a lot of games being played in it. I think that's yeah, right. Like, you look at that article that was released by the Mail. Was it Saturday or Sunday? I forgot to be honest. Um, where they said the a source said close to the Glazers that they're going to going to take United off the market, and that just screamed a big argument to me. By you know, I got the whole shaban. Look, man, I'm ready. I was saying I got the whole thing here. I found this. I was looking for something else, and I was like, oh shit, there's the gown. I'm ready, people. I'm ready for the takeover. You're not getting mistaken. Yeah, go on, carry on. Yeah, I, it just screamed a PR stunt to me the other day when the mail said that, like, you know, it just seems something to try and get the Qataris to up there. But I think, I think Ratcliffe is kind of like, I think the Glazers are just trying to get the Qataris to just up their bid, to be honest. But if I'm being honest, I, um, I might end up being wrong with this, but I don't think any of them are going to up their bid significantly. Just because of kind of, I feel like they would have done it already, but also the principle of it as well. It's all well and good people thinking Qatar are going to win, and I still probably think Qatar probably will end up getting United. In so, but like, I, I don't think they're going to significantly up their bid. That's my opinion because just but the principle behind it. It's all well and good having the money and the unlimited resources, but it's about the principle of they already think they're overpaying for United due to kind of how the stock market values United um, overall. And yeah, I just, yeah, I just feel that they don't significantly up their bid, to be honest, because I think it's quite interesting because I remember oh, someone told me, um, Sheikh Jassim's dad, um, he gave an interview, I think it was around February to Bloomberg, just, uh, just around the time that the Qatari interest kind of got confirmed in United that they were going for United. Obviously, it's um, Sheikh Jassim's dad who was like um, HBJ, who was like one of the most powerful men of Qatar. Like he was the prime minister, foreign minister, etc. Like massively powerful. And like 
he sort of said that he didn't really like the investment, the this United thing, like he didn't like it. And that's who a lot of his this is his money that's going into it as well. Like, come on, man, like it's his daddy. He, he this is guy's one of the most powerful men in Qatar, man, like at the end of the day. So that's why and a lot of people said when they saw that expert said that that's kind of a message to the market in terms of the dad doesn't really like it and they're not going to massively overpay for it. Do you get what I mean? Like they're going to be kind of disciplined with it. So that's they why want to I don't pay, think... pay, they want to pay the value of the actual club that they see. They won't pay what the Glazers, the Glazers want some ridiculous money for it. I don't think the Qataris goals increase their big significantly from now on, to be honest with you. That's just my opinion. Like, because they already think they're overpaying for it, to be honest. So we'll see. So. Like we will see. And to TJ, yeah, don't get mistaken. I'm not saying it happens. I, I, in, in, to be totally honest, I don't know. And I've, I've maintained that stance. I legit don't know whether it will happen or not. I hope so, but I don't have enough um, knowledge of the situation to say whether it will or whether it will happen or it won't happen. Big up to V1 for the super chat. You're a United fan. I don't know why you're asking this, but big up for the super chat. Says Liverpool's best or greatest win over United in the Premier League. I'm guessing you're both going to say the 7 0, right? Yeah. No. I'm you're going to say the 4 1? Uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's that my worst. That was worse. That one sucked. That, that, was, that was good. There's three that I've got. I've got the 7 0. Mm. I've got the 5 0 at Old Trafford a couple of years nah. ago when Salah scored the hat trick. Um, and the four one as well. There, there was another one as well, which I the you know also I, had, I have the I, two nil in there. You know when Salah scored last minute. I was thinking the, the same thing. I've got that's when that everyone knew. We knew we were going to win the league when that happened. Is that so, and is that at the gate the game? He started was thinking we're going to win the league for the first time in just front of the United fans. That was the first like, time just, that season we sang it. Yeah, and it's just like United in front of the United fans, in front, in front of everybody, of United, and that's yeah. where and Gary Neville was like saying it's the first time we've heard them sing the song, and they yeah, believe because that that's season happen. we were shit, even though we knew. I think everyone deep down knew we were going to win the league from like December because we were so far clear. Less than so well. everyone was like, but less, we were also still had that nervousness in us that we were too nervous to sing we're going to win the league etc but when Salah scored that goal against United and it was in January I remember that's when like we started singing it and that's when we all knew we were going to win it like I think that one's got to be up there as well hey that you lot in the good. chat keep it clean you know what I'm saying otherwise I will sorry to cut you off Ryan I will block people no personals in the chat keep it clean Um but yeah V1 you're my guy I don't know why you, you like it's the worst of the worst losing to them lot um, but yeah, big up for the super chat, I suppose. But I big think it's got to be the Appreciate 7 0. It's still the 7 0 for me. That That's something that I'll never sure. like see. And that was just sure. crazy. I've started the best questions. Don't worry about it, people. So I get to Jason asked me, Flawless, where do you stand on the Sancho versus Ten Hag situation? This is something I've spoken on already. I've speak on again. Um, before I get to that, though, let me get to the super chat from V1 as well. This next super chat. Give me a second. Flawless, your view on United Berber's hat trick. Um, that was great, but I prefer victories at their place because more often than not, when we won there, similar to what Ryan and and Ram were just saying about that them winning the league that year, we know when we won there. Not only was it just a great feeling when there, it proper kicked us on to like go and and go and win the league. So like all the victories there, like in particular, in like can I guess yours? The two thousands and so yeah, go on. 2007. Oh, sure. That's definitely one. Yeah, you already know. That was last minute. I oh, that yeah. game. 
Chalo I think we had the best chances as well. And Skulls got sent off by Alonso, if I'm not mistaken, because he tried to punch Alonso. <laughs> Typical, hey, love Skullsy. But yeah, pretty much any victory, any victory against them, lot, like the ones at OT are good, but winning at their place is just special. That's what it is. It's just special. Do you like, know, I think... The Rooney one in the black kit, you know what I'm saying? Love that one. When um, I think, who was in that? Was it Dudek? Dudek should have shaved, saved the long shot. The worst Land. one for me was uh, Four Lands was good. That was good. Oh yeah, when he turned that Anfield into Wanfield. That was really bad. Well, yeah. Any victory? Any victory know, there? I asked Callum this. The same question, Callum from Coppish. Mm. Big up the boys from Coppish. Um, he would always say three-one. Which the, one? I think Gerard Fowler and Owen scored hmm. first. First. Yeah, that one. The one where Gerard scored from 25 yards out, 26, 30 yards out. Ridiculous. And to V1, no, we didn't win it with Tevez. That was a draw. That was the 08 season. It was the year we won the champs. It was 1-1. See, I remember, mm. see how my love remembered it. Yeah, I think that was 1-1. Tevez scored late, I believe. I believe so. Yeah. Um, correct, correct me if I'm wrong. I think that was the, that game. Oh, the, um, one of them that, I forgot one that was actually up there for me as well, a special one, was when Babel scored late on. 2-1 yeah because that yeah. was the so, yeah. first time remember i i'd gotten into foot i was only like eight at the time seven or eight and that was maybe my second year of being like a, a football fan at the end of the day and that was it the was first a, win over united for me it was the first time in like three or four years we had mm. we beaten united um i think someone scored an own goal if i'm not mistaken i think yeah Wes Brown. Oh, Wes Brown. Wes Brown. I knew someone... Tevez scored early for them. Tevez scored in like the third minute for them. Dude, that's why I don't remember this And shit. it was but with... Yeah. I, th I think it was without Torres as well. Torres was Torres was injured. He, Torres was on the bench, but he never came on. And Gerard yeah. started on the bench and he came on. And Vidic got sent off at the end as well. Mm. Vidic had that period where he got sent off like three times in a row against us. It was crazy. Yeah, it was crazy. That was nuts. But yeah, to answer your question, V1, pretty much any victory at Anfield... You know what I'm saying? Any 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 win at their place is is is, is great. That's what because it, it's a tough place to go. And like I said, it really did. It was much more than like three points when you won there. When you won there, it's like all right, that's really it. Really could spur you on to go and win the league title. And you always remember even getting a point there and going on to win the league title. It's like yeah. So it wasn't you know, like an Arsenal one, was it? Where you're like, if we beat them. We have the upper hand in the title race. No, 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 no. Because more often than not, you weren't like wearing the title race. It was just more so because it was always tough. Mm. It's never easy. Yeah, that's true. There are times even... I've watched. I've watched Manchester United against Liverpool away at Anfield more times. It's never been easy. Yeah, never. Ever. Even if Manchester United win the game, it's never been. You lot always spit. No matter where you lot are in the table, I've seen you lot. We'd always United, turn 19, up for that no? game. Yeah. yeah. The place is always rocking. The players always turn up. Doesn't matter if your manager's on his way out. Like, you lot always turn up for that. It was so like winning there, you know what I mean? Something. It was what? like even last uh, season flaws. Because remember, the you were, at the time we played your Anfield, you were actually doing better than us at the time. Like, mm, we were yeah. doing shocking. You lot were kind. You lot were doing well. People were talking about you lot maybe being outsiders in the title race and stuff. Mm, I mm. think you'd won the Carabao Cup the week before as well. Um and I, but I said, and a lot of your fans were confident, really confident to beat us. But I kept saying before the game, we will turn up for this game. I knew it. I knew, even though we've been so shit, I knew we were going to turn up at Anfield for that game. 
And yeah, we did, to be honest. But yeah. yeah that's why I went yeah, before I the game this... last year and United fans were talking about, oh, we're going to go there and do this, that, and the third. I said, that's never happened in the history of the Premier League. But the thing We've thing never is, gone the there and won 3-4-0. Like, that's never happened. The thing is, our players and manager, like Klopp, you can tell how much Klopp gets up for the game because oh, you can tell that like, Klopp hates Man United. Like, he hates you, man. Because like, he has, he has a, a really good understanding yeah. of the rival because, like, in Germany, it's very similar with Dortmund and Dortmund, because Dortmund and Munich are, Dortmund and Munich are on. Oh, yeah. I think oh, Dortmund, like well. when I say Dortmund is very similar to Liverpool, the fact that the, their actual derbies is hatred because of actually where they're from, but their big rivalry with Munich is because of history and heritage. Okay. So he knows, he knows. He gets it. But you can see the way Klopp celebrates with the fans after the game when we beat United. Like he knows kind of like what it means, and you can see the passion in him with that with that game. It's crazy. Like he he feels that like we feel it. To be honest, like he hates United. Like and he gets the players up for it. The players are always up for that game. Like I think Henderson even said something after that game about it. Just like it really hurt because he said something along the lines of it really hurt us seeing them lift the Carabao Cup or something. Like, it really hurt them. And, like, it was just stuff like that. Our players seem to really get it. And that's one thing that's good, to be honest. And it might explain why, over the years under Klopp, we've got a very good record against you lot, to be honest. Like, a re really good record. So, yeah, yeah man. That's what it is. That's because we suck. That's why, but, hey, yo, we move. Um, flawless, my bad if I said certain enough topic, but Gal and Lewis are arguing about Havertz on her Sam's channel. Sounds about right. Big up to Lewis. Big what's, up, uh, what's Gal. Big up about, to Sam. Man. It's a gal backing. I know what it is. It's about a gal backing Havertz, man, and trying to say, "Oh, he's decent." And do you know what's her. funny? Like, yeah, come mm -hmm. on. I was on a gal's channel. And we talked about this, and I said, mm -hmm. "If you had a choice between signing Kai Havertz or Dominic Shabozlai, who would he sign?" You said he said Kai Dominic Shabozlai. Well, you said Shabozlai. I'm surprised. No, nah, no, nah, I'm not surprised. Havertz is shy, bro. He's yeah, shy. He's shy, but we know what he gals like. That's why I'm surprised he didn't say Kai Havertz. I thought he was going to politicise his way around it by saying, oh, but I don't know if Dominic Shabozlai has the capabilities of gate occupying the penalty area and all that kind of shit. You know you know how Igal likes to do his like, mind-boggling 360, 720 flips around, you know what I mean? Yeah, we know what he's like. That's me. He's my he's my guy. I fucks with him, but yeah, I know what he's like. He he on some some joking. Hey, Steve, big up for the super chat as well. I don't know if this was a sticker because nothing popped up, but big up Steve every single time. Appreciate it. I'm going to be reaching out to all members as well. I'm going to be getting the members Q and A's on kicks and all that stuff. So any members watching right now, will be reaching out to you in the next few days or so. Uh, free free in the '94 what a game. Yeah, that was slightly before my time, but I do remember that. Yes, I do. I do. Is I that what Owen scored two free kicks? Yeah, yeah, Dennis Irwin, bad boy. Yeah, we, yeah, we yeah. came back from three down. They went three nil up at Anfield and we came back. Yeah, to you've done that before. You've done that before as well. Is it when I swear that's twice because is that when Int scored? That was yeah, you're talking about the one, one where Jamie Redknapp two. scored in the game. Uh, yeah, another yeah, game. Yeah. But I think that was a two nil yeah. and we came back from two. Yeah, it's two nil, I think. That's crazy. Yeah. Ah, it's nuts. But yeah, three three and 94. What a game. Big up V1 for the super chat. Much appreciated as well. Yeah, yep, flawless is right. Yeah, man, I know Egal well enough, and I know Lewis well enough, so I know that'd be hilarious. Hey, we're at 43 likes though, just under 70 of you lot in the building. Like, check one, two, one, two. Let's get up to 60 likes, people. Let's get up to 60 likes. Please share this across all the social media apps you are active on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, WhatsApp, Snapchat, 
wherever you can share this to, share this to. Open up some new tabs if you are watching on a PC, laptop, Mac, whatever the case may be, your tablet, iPhone, wherever you, Android, whatever you are watching on people. Make sure you do so and hit that subscribe button, hit the notification bell. It's road to 8,000 subscribers. We are now under 100 away from 8,000 subscribers. So I'm trying to hit 8K this month. So I can do the subscriber pie, basically, so I can get drunk on a stream, people. So, yes, make sure you hit the subscribe button. That is the plan, people. And you will see all of the regulars join as well. And I may get us cancelled because I've been drinking, but here we are. Can I ask you a question? question there, man. <laughs> go on, go on. You saying, right? Do right, you guys go, think, Will, can you guys ever see a transfer directly between United and Liverpool? Nope. I can't. Nope. Yeah, the hatred's too much. Yeah. I they, think the closest one, one was defenders. Um, hindsight tried to do it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you tried to do it. The joke, man. I liked Gabriel Ainsley <laughs> as well. He's one of my favorite. Def- well, was one of my favorite defenders. And he did that, like this guy. He said that, and if Berger's like, "Nah, you're going off to Real Madrid, bro." Yeah, because man wanted to. Yeah, he was one. Of, he was one of my. What's it called? He was one of my favorite defenders. Quality, mm. he really was. I think it's because of um, is that that the Spanish tax in it? Rafa Benitez wanted. You know, sweet talk to him in Spanish, isn't it? And he's like, yeah, I want a bit of that. Yeah, because he was willing to go. I think it was Palace to go to Eula or some ish. And I'm like, yo, out there, you can't ever put on the United jersey and then well, go play for Liverpool. Like, what's wrong with you? I mean, like, you look goes... at Owen. Owen, obviously. But Owen played for two clubs in between. But, like, I remember the reception he got when he came back to Anfield with United. Oh, my days, fam. That yeah, hate got... I don't remember what Carragher did to him. First thing he oh. did, try to just... Well, he was about to slap him, man. And Owen and Carragher were like great friends as well. Yeah, so but um, Owen's still hated by Liverpool fans to this day. It's kind of funny. Yeah, man, and he was a great player for us. But yeah, yeah. you're not haters, man. That's just unnecessary, mm-hmm. man. The one, the one person I'd say that we we hate unnecessarily is is Raheem Sterling, in my opinion. Yeah, because he just left to say yeah, but yeah, I don't get that. But Sterling yeah, gets because... booed at other places. I'm like, why does he get booed? Yeah, at Sterling gets booed everywhere though. That's yeah, because I think he would get booed. He got booed at. Uh, Emirates and troops went really? on AFT. Yeah, I remember. Like, why, why are we booing? Are we scouters? No, we're not. He's Arsenal. Why are we booing him? Obviously, yeah. he's going to back his, his Jamaican brother. Think yeah, I, so like, I can understand yeah. our fans booing him because I did, I personally, I did, because obviously he goes from Liverpool to City. Like, I, we didn't like that. Obviously, I can understand our fans booing him, but like, I still feel, I just feel like maybe, I don't think he treated us right towards the when he was trying to leave i think he could have it wasn't do you know what i was originally i thought that but it wasn't him that was doing it it was his flipping agent that was a piss take yeah Um, you see that his agent was a absolute mug he was taking the actual piss thing Um, is you could see like of it always affected sterling when he came back to anfield with city though the booze he'd get at anfield he'd never play well there I think the best game he had, his only good game at Anfield for City, came behind closed doors. Yeah. <laughs> you know, during COVID. So, like, it and always used to... I think know, Jan says it as well. It always affected him. He could never play well at Anfield. With you City. know what's funny? Um, he even came out and said it himself. If I knew uh, Liverpool were going to get Jurgen Klopp, I would have stayed. Jeez. Right, did he say that? He said that. He came but out you know and what, said as that. well, I don't like... There's always... There's been a couple of little digs he's aimed at Liverpool just unnecessary digs since he left us that I didn't like as well. I just felt he could have had a bit more respect for the club at the end of the day. But yeah, I don't I don't really care to be honest. But that, I think that's why one of the reasons why we boo him as well. But it's not like um 
it's not like really like unpleasant to be fair. It's just football. Like it's not as if you know they're just booze at the end of the day and be seeing you know one greedy bastard and all that. Like that's all it is to be honest. Like yeah, but There's... the way he gets booed at other clubs it, at stadiums is just weird to me. Like people just yeah, people are crazy. Yeah, nuts. Uh, Jason, yeah, I get back to this flawless. Where do you stand on the Sancho versus Ten Hag situation? Obviously, I, I spoke on this earlier on. I spoke on this yesterday. I get asked about it again, so that's cool, Jason. In regards, um, from the initial, from the initial like standpoint, I can't say who's right or who's wrong because I simply don't know because I'm not at training. So Ten Hag could be hundred and ten percent right, and Jaden Sancho is not putting in the effort in training. He's not applying himself in training, and that opens you up to public criticism. However, on the flip side, Jaden Sancho could be applying himself in training. He could be putting it in in training and the manager is just unfairly targeting him and unfairly criticizing him for whatever reason that case may be so in regards to the training i can't say whether ten hag's wrong or right for having that thought process however i'm never with publicly criticizing your players as a manager because there's no benefit to it whatsoever nobody wins it doesn't benefit Ten Hag. It doesn't benefit Jaden Sancho. It doesn't benefit his teammates. Doesn't benefit the coaches. Doesn't benefit the fans. Doesn't benefit anybody involved in Manchester United in this situation. He has sparked this fire. Now, Jaden Sancho has then gone and threw, threw fuel on the fire as well. So, That's in regards to Ten Hag doing that, even though I disagree with it, I understand it from his standpoint. Because he's, his head's hot and he's trying to... Maybe he's trying to get a reaction out of him because if he genuinely believes that Jaden Sancho is not putting it in in training, then he feels a way. Because if Jaden Sancho was at his best, maybe he starts that game. Maybe if he was applying himself in training. But again, that comes back to what we don't know in regards. So even though I would have... I Like I said, I disagree with what Ten Hag did. I understand it to a to an extent. However, on the flip side, I also understand what Jaden Sancho has done because people said, oh, he shouldn't, he should have spoke to the manager privately. The manager has criticized him publicly. If I was Jaden Sancho, if I was a professional footballer and my manager unfairly criticized me publicly, I'm responding publicly. Would I speak to him privately? Yes, of course. But he's done it in a public forum, a press conference after an away loss to Arsenal. So therefore, if I have Twitter, Instagram, Sarcasm City TV. I'm 110% clapping back on this and saying it's not true. So that that's pretty much my thoughts on it. But they'll sweep it under the rug um, and hopefully get it together. But this comes back to Manchester United. Yeah, go on. Go sorry, on. do you not think it's possible that maybe both think that both of them think they're right? Like Sancho might think he's doing all right in, in training, well, but Ten Hag might I see it and maybe that. think that it could be that. Which is and then and then and then who's to then who's to say who's right and who's wrong in that situation? Yeah, that's just right. Could be that opinion at the end of the day. But you know, there is a right and wrong answer. But someone will be wrong, and most most of the time, it's the player. If he thinks he's performing at a standard, and the manager's saying no, that's not the standard. The standard's here, Hmm. and he's performing at here, then the player stand is not at the level of Manchester United. Yeah. So most but times or not, it's a get that standpoint is against the player than forward. And then it comes into then it comes into um specifics in regards to what's he not doing. But yeah, as I was saying, so with it, it's like they just need to draw a line in, in the sand and have clear the air talks. But this comes down to Manchester United not preparing properly in the window. He should have been sold in the window. I said this awesome along. 
Jaden Sancho is not an Eric Ten Hag player. Whether you rate the manager, whether you don't rate the manager, whether you rate Jaden Sancho, whether you don't. I said he should have been moved on. Jaden Sancho is super talented as a footballer. I think once he leaves here, he will be a success. I just don't think he'll be a success here. I just don't think he'll be a success in the Premier League. I think he'll be a success elsewhere. But that's on the club. That's on Jaden Sancho for not sorting it out. And now we're in this predicament and this scenario. But that's just typical Manchester United feet. That's what it is. V1 says Liverpool's greatest player in the Premier League, flawless United. Oh, I can't pick one. United have had too many to pick one. You know what I'm saying? We've had too many greats, man. We've had too, too many greats. From Ronaldo to a Cantona to a Scholes to a Roy Keane, like there's a, to a Rooney. There's, there's too many. Like if I, I can't, I can't pick one. If I'm picking like four, I'd probably go Scholes, Cantona, Ronaldo. That'd be my three. I would say. That I've personally seen, and I'm probably forgetting someone, but they're the three. I would say so. What are you saying, Ram? Liverpool, greatest player in the Premier League. Um, there is a loophole here. Um, right. <laughs> the, loophole is, the loophole is Ian Rush because he technically played oh, in the yeah. Premier League, and he is our greatest ever goal scorer. Um, so that's the loophole. But his best years never came in the... But in the I'm not going to so. be that guy. I'm not going to do that. So, um, to be fair, he did score quite a bit, even though he was about 36, 37. Yeah, he did. Mad. He did. Um, objectively, um, this Mohamed Salah. Okay. Objectively, Is Gerard or Salah? It's one of those it, two. Because I, I still always think say, you have to put Gerard. I know people say he didn't win the Prem, but it's still kind of hard, I think. To look past Gerard, in my opinion, do you know but what? It's either Gerard or Salah. I'll hear. I think I'll hear an argument for either of them. I think the 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 argument will be redundant in a couple of years' time because I think Trent. That's might if you don't leave that. in the next few days, fam. That's true. That's also true. But I think Trent will take up that. Oh, oh, yeah. I think I think I do think Virgil and Allison deserve a, a, an honourable mention as well because the impact mm. they had for us. To take us to Premier League, you know, Champions League winners, I think that can't be underestimated. Like, I, I think, think Alisson, Alisson, people, if I was people ask me top... what moments does Alisson have, Alisson has a load of moments. Yeah, of course, of course. Like, if I was to say top five, and this isn't in an order, I'd say a, like Gerard, Salah, um, Virgil, Alisson, and then I think it's between, I'm actually going to say it's between Manny and Trent. Are you? The title-winning season, Manny was clutch for us, you know. Yeah. Also, honourable mention, Robertson. Robertson as well, but I think Trent also, because of Trent's importance mm. to our team over the last few years, even, you know, we can we can criticise him over his defending and rightly so, but I don't think anyone can underestimate how important he's been for us in our success in the last few years. So I think Trent deserves an honourable mention, but I think top four is... Gerard Salah, Virgil and Alisson just their impacts and everything I think have to have them up there still Yeah, I, I agree with that I think I, I, I always have a special uh, place in my heart for Alisson obviously mm. my favourite player um, and yeah he people oh, people have asked me what moments does Alisson have and he has a if you think about it, he has a ton of moments even if you look at Liverpool career a ton of moments like he has a Gerard moment like Gerard had in Olympiacos. Mm. I don't think Salah has that. Keep going, what's it? I think Sal Salah has some great moments, to be fair. No, but Salah would have had it 
if Alisson didn't have the Gerrard moment, and I'm talking about that Napoli game. Um, in the save against Napoli. The save Napoli. against Arcadius uh, uh, Milik. Yeah. yeah. I that was in the same game where that. Salah... That crazy. Yeah, that was... It was mad. It was mad. I was like... I saw a guy, I saw the cross going in. Milik, one-on-one we one with the goal. Yeah. He was like, yeah, that's gone. We yeah, went on and won the Champions League as well that season. That was crazy. Yeah. But Salah was... scored the only goal in that game as well when he did Koulibaly and scored from the tight mm-hmm. ankle. Well. And he was a part of the team that... And the one thing... Liverpool's greatest moment, arguably in the Klopp era, Salah wasn't a part of it. Barcelona mm, wasn't a That's part true. of it. It's true. He had a head. In, he had to sit out because of the protocols with concussion. I think because he went off with yeah. a. Um, no, it was the Newcastle game. Control. The Newcastle game. Newcastle, was, yeah. Yeah, and they were worried it was because he had a significant fall, and I think he had a moment where it looked like he collapsed, but it wasn't that bad. But the thing is, you have to take that protocol of was it at mm. that time? It was like five days you have to take off where you yeah. can't play, and they obviously Barcelona game was like three days later. That's definitely the greatest game in Klopp's um, tenure at Liverpool, without doubt. Like that's, I'll, I'll say it straight, that's the best night of my life. Like genuinely, mm. like just that, oh, yeah, that yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. That night was special. Yeah, and Allison that day, by the way, like people, yeah, and people were... forget Messi, the Messi one with Luis Suarez running through on goal, um, the Alba one, Jordi Alba, Alba. he tipped the Messi one over day. the bar as well, and plus, Allison's got a lot of Premier League um, moments. Does. Obviously, West Brom Ajar being away, the header, yeah. I think I think people would have glorified that a lot more if there were fans. If there were fans, it would have gone yeah. crazy. Yeah, crazy. and if it was at Anfield, away, yeah. it would have gone mad. Yeah, yeah, because of the story yeah, but it behind it. Obviously, his father passed away. It would have been mad. I think yeah. you would hear a lot. I think you would see a lot of people crying at Liverpool at Anfield if it happened. Well, yeah, because Ryan would have been there crying. Hundred percent, you would have cried. Yeah, you would have defo. You would have defo turned up. Hundred percent. V1 says flawless top five United players. Just my, I can't go top five, it's gone my favorites. Uh, Keen Skulls, Canana, Ronaldo, Cole, no order. That's my five. But there's so many to choose from. I can't just say best, but that's just my five favorite. But it's probably mine I've forgotten. There's definitely players I've forgotten. I thought do another five, could probably do another 10, 110%. How many likes we on? There's still over 70 of you lot in here. We're only at 49 likes, man. Girls up to 50 likes. What are we doing here? Doing, man. Uh, what are we doing? What are we doing? Pick up Steve. Let me get to the super chat from Steve as well. It's the stream yard just moving hella slow, people. There we go. He says, I knew for a fact Liverpool were going to come back against Barcelona. That Barcelona defence was horrific. Hey, what's with these super chats bigging up these Liverpool guns? The <laughs> thing is, I, knew, I, I went into that game so depressed. I remember me, my dad driving us to the game. Then I Because company had scored that goal the night before against Leicester. And we were just going into that game so depressed. I didn't think we had a chance against Barca still. I, I'll be real. Like, I just knew, especially without Salah and Firmino, because none of them, were, both of them couldn't play that day. They were injured. Um, and I knew that because obviously we didn't get an away goal with a team with Suarez and Messi. If we had to attack, we, I knew they, I just on, thought they were going to get a goal. Messi that season was on crud. Messi was on madness that season. When Because there was always people putting in the... He was doing. He said that speech at the start of the season or the end of last season that he will bring the UEFA Champions League, and I was like, "Bro, I think this guy could actually single-handedly bring that trophy to Barcelona." He should have done he because was that's crazy. They should have come through. They should have. And do you know what also helped the helped the case of the comeback? 
the season before they did it. Season before Roma, the Roma, Allison as yeah. well. Allison was there, so, and I think that would be playing on their minds. And I think if it was the case of it was at Anfield, I was like, this could be something. Something could happen, and it did. Uh, it was a very weird game though because it was. See, it was a game where, Come on, carry on. It was a game where Liverpool kind of. It was such yes. a weird thing because I actually Liverpool started off very, very well and got the goal. Then we sort of sat back for the rest of the first half in a way and just tried to keep it tight and didn't let them score. Like, And then we, we would have like mint periods of the game where we just came out and attacked them and got maybe a goal or two. <coughs> and then we'd go for and sit back for the next 20 minutes or so. Do you get what I mean? Like, it was, mm. it was a very, I think they played that game brilliantly, the game plan. Like, they didn't. They played it very smartly as well as, you know, coming back from 3-0 down. Like, Klopp got his tactics spot on that day, to be honest. Yeah, absolutely. Just yeah. a quick random question, because I know Flawless is tired of this talk about this. Yeah, go on. You're clearly enjoying yourself. You carry uh, on, my friend. Nah. If he, this is a question to everyone in the panel. I'll give my um, experience in the end. Um can you name a prediction that you wish you would have put a bet on because it turned out to be right and it was so outlandish? Manchester United winning the Champions League in 08. Called it from the start of the season. And I should have put money on it. Me and Tox spoke about it at the start of the season. I said in 2007, right, I said, we're going to win the Champions League this year. Certain just told me we're going to win the Champions League this year. And I should have put it on and I didn't. Mm. That's the one for me. Yes. Do you think there was one team in Europe that could have stopped you? Oh yeah, hundred percent. Barcelona yeah. side was very good. The Chelsea side was very good. Like, no, no, no. But you you beat Barcelona, innit? We beat them, but I wouldn't say if they would have beat us, it wouldn't have been a big shock. I just think we were the best side in Europe at that time. Ah, Two thousand and eight, okay. we were the best side. We should have won the treble that season. Okay, yeah, this is a different question. Uh, do you think? If Liverpool were in the final, it would have been a tough. We should have got to the final that season, man. Wait, in what what year? Oh seven, oh eight. We, won we lost to because that's the. Because I think bullshit is, that, on goal. is that the year Lampard scored the penalty? That like a couple of days after his mother. His passed away? Yeah, it was. It was. Do you think we would have? Because if we, I'm telling you, if Risa hadn't scored that own goal in the first leg at Anfield. We would have gone through. They wouldn't have got that away goal. We would have gone think, through. So if we had beaten Chelsea and got to the final, do you think we could have beaten you? No, nah, we would have oh. beat you lot. We were the best team in Europe at that point. They would have been favourites, but I think Benitez in a one-off game, yeah, maybe we could have won it. Don't get mistaken, but I was not betting against us. We had the best team in Europe. They, we they the best been, player at that time. They were the better team. Yeah. Oh, like, into, like, yeah, like Ronaldo at that time was the best player on that. Like, in terms of form, was the best player on the planet. At that it time. wasn't yeah. the Messi that was the year after, was Messi coming? coming yeah, to it was yeah, yeah, like that. Ronaldo was the guy because it was those three at that time. It was Kaka, Messi, Ronaldo. That was like the conversation, and they were the three best players. But for that in particular season, that was Ronaldo's the amount of games he saved us. So, yeah, I you see, I have actually Davis. thought about. How would a United Liverpool final that season? Because that what it sh- that's what it should have been, to be honest. Because I, I, we should have beaten Chelsea in the semis. But if it had been United Liverpool, United definitely would have been the favourites to win because they were the better team. But 
I still think Rafferon could have done something that day. He could have set up a way that day in a one-off game because tactically he was all about that. And I just feel Torres that season, his debut season, he scored like 33 goals or something stupid like that. He was on fire. Gerard behind him in the 10. Alonso there, Mascherano there. I feel we had a team capable of beating you in a one-off game, maybe. Mm-hmm. But we, mm-hmm. you would have still be favourites because you were the better mm-hmm. team. But I just feel we could have done something still. What about you, Ryan? I can't. I, really I don't, think I, of you're game, not betting man, are you? So I can't really think of one to be honest. I really can't. Like, uh... what's the best prediction? There? So it's keeping it, taking the betting part of out out of it because it's a good question. What was the best? What's the best prediction you made? But you made a prediction a long time and it happened. But you was like, right, this is gonna happen and it happened. I don't really know. Like, I genuinely don't know. Um, You know what? I'll say this to you. You know, after we got into the Champions League in, in, um, for the first time under Klopp in 28, was it 2016? No, 2017. um, I, I did predict that we could go very, very far in the Champions League the next season where we got to the final against Madrid. From the start of the season, I remember telling a couple of mates who laughed at me that I do think we could get to like the final or something. And we did get to the final. Because I just thought the way we played, it was kind of suited for the... It could do well in the Champions League. So I thought we could go very far and maybe get to a final. And we did. And But we we were never going to win it. I never really had us down for winning it because Madrid were just like too good in it. Mm. But I think that's the, that's the only one I could think of, maybe. Yes, to CFC for the life says United got lucky in that Champions League final with that Terry slip. We did. So to Chelsea fans and everyone else hating, hold that. I'm saying. To be fair, if Drogba didn't get sent off, yeah, man. Yeah, he Drogba didn't get sent off. Hundred percent in it. But hey, man. it's all if buts and maybes in it. You know what I'm saying? No, I mean, I mean, I mean, I'm saying as a dig to Chelsea, as in like. He kind of cost you that Champions League final because he would have taken that fifth penalty. Yeah, yeah man. Blame Drogba, blame JT, whoever it is. <laughs> I man. mean, tell, tell. I'm still, I'm still perplexed at why he decided to slap Vidic the way he did. <laughs> it's it's slap, it, man. That's how you. Yeah. Champions yeah, League yeah. final getting in extra time, you're gonna be knackered, high pressure. You just lose your head sometimes. I think. It was something so stupid as well. It's like it wasn't something major. It was no <laughs> fight. It was just someone fighting over a throw in, and all of a sudden these men just fight each other. Like, no, everyone right. can be cool, calm, and collected like you and me in in high pressure situations, Ram man. No, everyone's like us. You know what I'm saying? Bro, no, everyone has if that I was temperament. on the pitch, I would be doing the screaming and and I shout. As an yeah, if I saw someone getting into the fight, then I'll yeah, be you like, ain't go, you ain't gonna slap nobody though. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I ain't gonna slap anybody, but I'll be like. You P word, P word, P word, P word, P word, P word, isn't it? <laughs> Wait, what's the P? Oh, you just calling people? Right, that's crazy. That's wild, man. Yeah, that's I would never, I never curse. I, ne- I mean, even though I cursed, I would never say like that, those kind of words on stream, you know? Well, first, you're really respectful. Uh, no, Flawless, you should do a tier list next week if you don't have any ideas. Now, I just run the normal shows, but I may do some tier list. I'll probably run some pro clubs which, actually on the, on the YouTube. Yeah, go on. Which would you rank higher as a prediction? Oh. So... For me, it was cool. the Liverpool-Barcelona. I said it after the Barcelona 3-0. I think we're going to go through. I think we're going to go through. I think we're going to score four and beat them. 
I cried that night. We lost three 0 I thought I, we said were to, out. I said to my friends, I was so upset because you know what the worst thing? We played so fucking well at the new camp as well. We actually mm. battered Barcelona, but we couldn't take our chances. And they had just had Messi who was whipping in free kicks from like forty yards out top corner. Bro, I was so upset. Honestly, it was the Dembele chance. I was like, I think we're gonna win this. I think we're gonna go through to the final. And I was telling my, I was telling my friends, I think we have more of a chance of going to the final than Tottenham because Tottenham obviously lost one 0 to Ajax. Um, and they were saying, "You're mad. You're mad. It's not gonna happen. It's not gonna happen. Get that out of your head." Um, so that was one of them. But another one is very, very specific. Um, 2014 Lisbon final. I said in like the 80th minute, Madrid are going to equalise in, in like the 90th minute and the goal scorer is going to be Sergio Ramos. And I, my dad, my sister, everyone, my whole family was like, you've got Ronaldo, Bale, Di Maria. I know you're going to say is uh, Ramos. I was like, Ra Ramos is going to be the guy. I have a feeling Ramos is going to score. And that was, uh, the rest is history, as they say, man. It really was. Hey, large up to everyone that is tapped in. Over 80 of you lot in the building. Only at 54 likes. Let's go up to 70 likes, man. What are we doing, man? Let's bump up the likes. Don't forget, we are on Kick people as well. So make sure you get over to the Kick. I just dropped the link in the chat. That's where fan calling shows. You'll get watch-alongs, Premier League, Champions League, FA Cup, League Cup, F1. NBA, NFL, all that content over there on the Sarcasm City TV kick. Get your final few questions in. We're going to close out in the next five to ten minutes. Of course, if you super chat, we'll get to it as well. And we are on all audio platforms as well. So make sure wherever you get your podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, iTunes, type in Sarcasm City TV and the shows will pop up. Big up to Honesty. You said even though you are the up, much respect. Your grind is mad big up. Hey, much appreciated. Big up, man. I respect this. Appreciate it. Thank you, my guy. My, thank you very much, man. Thank you for the kind words. To rounds, you says, uh, flawless opinion on Hoyland's cameo on Sunday. Bright, what I expected. It was a bright cameo. Is what I, ex what I expected, and I expect to see more of that. And I would, I presume he would start against Brighton once the international break, um, is finished. I don't know if he's if he's playing for Denmark in the international break. I'm not sure. But I expect him to be up to speed, whether that's by training or training and matches. And yeah, I liked his cameo from what I've seen. Just being a focal point. Like as soon as the ball went up to him, I know he lost out that duel to Gabriel, but I'm like, I like that. Because we haven't had a striker like that. Like I said this before, since like Mark Hughes, which is like early 90s. We don't, we've never had in the Premier League era since him like a physical number nine. Like even Rooney, who was physical, was a nine, but he like dropped off. Tevez was physical, but like he like dropped off. Like we've never had a physical get the ball in the box to the big man type of thing. Yeah, that I can think of, Mark Hughes is the right? last one. Now like he wasn't even physical like that. He was a poacher. And this is where I wasn't was... wrestling with anyone. Oh. You were wrestling. You were wrestling with no one. He was a poacher. He's like I mean, he would wrestle Zaghi. a little bit, then run away. Nah, a little bit. He wasn't, face. but yeah, but he's a he's a flippo and he's a he's a Filippo and Zaghi. That's what he is. Mm. Like that's a poacher. He's a fox in the box. Like that's Hoyland's not that. He's six foot plus, quick, strong, direct. I'm like, look like at goals. Jeff is in it. Yeah, Ibrahim says Zlatan. Yeah, Zlatan you could kind of throw in that mix, but even Zlatan don't really wrestle like that. He's, but it's Zlatan he when he was old. Yeah, he he's yeah he don't really like wrestle like that. He drop off and link now, up play. Now, Zlatan 
when he was in Inter, was in at Milan, AC Milan, mm. so like 2010s, he would wrestle. But at yeah, that yeah, point, yeah. he was like, nah. That's what I'm saying. Nah. Yeah. Lukaku don't even tell me about Lukaku because he was not it. You, you, Lukaku you. could just never use his strength properly. Yeah. He's so funny. Like mm. he's got the strength and he's got everything, but like he just can't use it properly. Yeah, he, he doesn't the, know yeah. how to use it properly. Gives like. the, yeah, he gives defenders an easy ride. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I remember Logan used to yeah. love playing against him. But he did. Easy, easy ride, man. Easiest money you've ever made. So as as everyone's fit for your team, what's your best eleven this season? Uh fuck. Uh now the ring goal. This is everybody fit? Mason Mount. Absolutely not, mate. Uh, <laughs> Dalo, Malasio, Ferran Martinez, Casemiro, Amrabat, Eriksson, Rashford, Diallo, Hoyland. Everybody fit. That's our best 11, in my opinion. We'll never see it, but that's yeah. the best 11. That's what I would say. Warrior J. Yeah, that is just not it, man. Fuck. What about Amrabat? I did put up Amrabat in there. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Can I ask you another question? I said Amrabat. I said Amrabat, Casemiro, Ericsson. That was the midfield for you. No, yeah, go on. Um, Ram, what do you think Klopp's plan with the midfield is? Because clearly, like, he's brought Gravenberch clearly for some sort of plan at the end of the day. Like, Gravenberch is going to start games like, at the end of the day, so... Do you think he's planning a midfield of like Graven Birch, Sobersai, McAllister with Graven Birch as a six with Trent inverting and they're kind of a double pivot in that way? Because I think he's trying to go this total football kind of thing. I think that's his plan. Like, what do you think? Yep. I, I think he might do something like that. I think it might be a case of Mac and Graven might play a double pivot from time to time. Interesting. That's that's interesting to be fair. But, but you know what I thought was telling? The fact that he didn't start Endo the other day. I still yeah. thought that he might start Endo just because he's just a DM and you know Gravenberch wasn't gonna play or anything. I just but I was very surprised that he um he went with that midfield he did the other day and it worked very well to be fair. They it worked very well. I liked it. Um but I thought that I was telling this... that he did that endo. I said this to Flawless uh, a couple of streams ago, and I said I think I might have said this to Stro on call. Um, yeah, shout out Stro. Um, Endo, I have a, I had a feeling that Endo was meant to be the add-on on top of Alavia or Caicedo at that point. I think they wanted to sign one of those players, and then just as a little added bonus, they'll sign a they'll sign an Endo on top of that. I've always had that opinion. Like we did it last time with Thiago and. Um, and Jota, we signed Thiago as the first guy. Then a day later, we end up announcing that Jota is going to be coming to the Liverpool fold. I have, I've always maintained this. I think that was meant to be the plan, but obviously we couldn't get Caicedo or Lavia, and we had to opt for Gravenberch in the end. So, yeah, I've always said Graven, uh, Endo is a steady Eddie. I didn't really think he was going to be starting a lot of games, but he could be useful. Even like he's got. You've got like an option to play a six with even a Badgetich or something, someone like that. Because I would rather, if you're playing a, with an actual six, I'd rather play Badgetich over Endo just because I think Badgetich is more, I think he's able to handle the physicality in this league a little bit better than Endo at this current stage. Even though they're both not really built, I just feel like he's a bit more tenacious and in the tackle and everything. So, but like, I do think, I think Thiago's also got a role to play as well. I think that his plan with Thiago might be. 
saving for maybe some of the bigger games. So maybe like a, a, when we play a City, for example, I think he's he his plan might be to have a Thiago fit for that game. You know, you know, kind of like how like Pep used Vincent Company in his last two years, Vincent Company's last two years at City, where yeah. he was always injured, but he would he he'd get Company fit for you know big league games, finals, cup finals, knockout games. You know, you know, big games like that. I feel like Klopp might try and do the same thing with Thiago for maybe big league games, etc. <laughs> Sorry, I just see Lewis's comment. My bad. That's why I laughed, yo. He said, yeah, lights are looking worse than the Liverpool opening bid. Rise it up, man. Them. Hey, yeah, yeah. Rise hey, up, no, no, lights, no, no. I'm not letting that, I'm not letting that, I'm not letting that slide, Lewis. Hey, do you Look, man, it? All Chat I'm going to say, Lewis, all Chat I'm going to say, all I'm going to say, you went to Brighton with a load of money and got the wrong man, then, bro. Man should have got Evan Ferguson Evan, instead of bro. Caicedo, Evan bro. You should have got him, bro. What happened, man? Did your did your brains fall out when you when you when you yo, went to Brighton? Yo, these Chelsea are pathetic, man. They're trying so hard to be Brighton. I might as well just call them Chelsea and Hove Albion from what I've seen over the last couple of years. Man, they take their them. manager, they take their backroom staff, they take their players. Robert Sanchez, Caicedo. There was someone else as well. He, they took Lewis was player. on board. That remember he was oh, like, Cucurella, oh, Gaffer, Gaffer, Gaffer. Yeah, they're trying so hard to be chel- to be brighter, man. It's weird, bro. Like, hey, big up my guy, Lewis. Make sure hey, you go, come chat to me about well. Slicedo, bro. Yeah, Concedo. It's all crazy. Big up Steve for the super chat as well. Steve, much appreciated, my guy. Says old school, tall, physical, bad boy strikers coming back to the Premier League. Harland, Isak, Beto, Hoyland. Maybe it could be a return. Could be a return. I'm just glad we've got one. Now let's see what Hoyland does, man. Like I, I'm, I'm very interested to see how Hoyland does uh, for Manchester United this season as well. well. Yeah, you, you got to start first, man. We don't, we don't have bench players talking like they stars. You know what I'm saying? You got to start starting games. Well, when he starts starting games, you know what I'm saying? When he, when he starts, when he starts games, that's why you he can't talk the last game. Yeah, but I'm saying in general, how many games has he started out of four? One. Exactly, right then. So we got a 25%. Yeah, but I can, I, can, I can argue Hoyland hasn't started a game for United. Hoyland's only been in the squad once. He's going, I guarantee you, he'll start against Brighton. Yeah, he probably will. Uh, he's going to be our same. starting striker. He's going to start. Whereas I can't say that for your boy Darwin. So, you know, hey, I don't you know make what the, the thing roots. is, with Darwin, I think it's a weird one because I think Klopp still, I still don't think Klopp's convinced with Darwin, you know. I really don't. I really don't think he's convinced with Darwin as much as what people think Klopp. Because I just mm. thought, I, I think the, there were two reasons he started him against Villa. One, because he wanted the momentum to carry on from the Newcastle game. But also because I thought he, Klopp probably thought he was best suited to exploit Villa's high line. But I don't think Klopp's convinced of Darwin Ooh, yet. I, I don't know about that. I didn't think Villa were going to play a high line like that. No, but Villa, Villa have been playing a high line under Emery, bro. Nah, but not against us. I didn't think I thought you'd be a I lot more shrewd about it. I thought so. Was. Um, but they but, didn't. But it was just after we beat Newcastle, right? And obviously, Darwin scored the two goals, and he got Klopp got asked about Darwin, and he seemed just seemed to think that. I don't think Klopp thinks he's ready to be a regular starter for us. To be honest with you, I still don't think he thinks he's ready, and. I th- yeah, that's what I think. So I don't even think Klopp's fully convinced by Darwin yet, to be honest with you. Yeah, that's true. That's fair. I think he, I think he much prefers Gakpo down the middle. One added thing about the Villa game, my God, Power Torres is yeah, no, he is weak. 
he has a bit of PK about him. And the fact that yeah, PK, PK was was not an aggressive centre back. Um and he would you could like bully him at times if you really wanted to. Is he ball playing centre backs, man? Like he was he was a really good ball player. Like on the ball he was amazing, but mm. he could get bullied at times. Yeah. It's just that he had Puyol next to him who would never get bullied by anybody. Yeah, for real, for real. But you I must think... know him. You know him best. He used to play for United, man. You PK, yeah, yeah, but he barely played. Barely played for us. Because we had, like, like, like say, he had, we had Rio and um, Vidic were both in front of him. Yeah, yeah, they were both in front of him. Yeah, go, go on, man. Go Actually, on. One last question. If a bid of, let's say, 220, 230 million came in in the next day or two. Do you think we should accept? I don't think we should personally because I don't think there's any point to be honest with you. But do you I guys said 300? Yeah, he said 300. 300 and I'm, I'm thinking you might, you, you probably should accept that to be honest. But probably like said 200, 400. 230. Yeah, because of the probably inconvenience it's causing you. That's why yeah, I would say 400. Yeah, it's a piss because we can't spend that money till January, and even then, January is a tough time to get players as well. Like, you're just mm. writing off, yeah. Like, I just don't think there's any point in selling him to be honest. Now, like, mm. the thing is, even with people are like, you've still got, even if you sell Salah, you've still got the a great attack there. I mean, we've got good attackers, but Salah's the main, you know, constant, he's the consistent one, he's the proven consistent one in that attack. Do you get what I mean? Man, he's the you know, because I really like all the others. I think all the others are, are can be very, very effective for us. Our Nunes, Jota, Gakpo, Diaz. But I still, with some of them, there's still issues over maybe consistency in a season. And that's why it's all good we got so many of them. Because if one's not performing, you can bring the other another one in and stuff. But with Salah, he's the only proven one who you know is consistent over a season. You know you know what you're going to get from him season in, season out. Do you get what I mean? That I don't think you can afford to lose that. And plus, we don't have a right winger. and We do have right winger, but like not, not really. the level at the moment. They're not ready in it. Ben Doak is... Well, like ben Doak. He's not ready yet. I really like him, but he's not ready yet. He's electric, and, but he's not ready. Yeah. yeah. And Warrior J said, last question, are you both FSG out if you accept the bid? I'm FSG out I'm anyway. FSG out either way. There you go, yeah. I think I don't yeah, like we said it before, it's nothing to do with transfers. I've in my I'm not gonna speak for Ryan, but for myself, I don't think they do enough for the club. I don't I think they do enough for the city. I agree. I completely Best. agree, yeah. I completely mm. agree. I, I said I've said all summer that even if we'd have had a summer this of buying, let's hypothetically say Mbappe, Tremeni, Bellingham, Vardio, you know, let's say we had a summer like that, I'd still be FSG out. Because to me, one summer wouldn't make up for years of neglect. Do you get what I mean? You know, it's got a joke, man. So, but yeah, I'm FSG out regardless. Hey, love to everyone that's locked in. You lot are real ones. Make sure you hit the follow button. Follow button. Make sure you hit the subscribe button on the channel. Hit the like button. We're here every Tuesday for this show. So, you get the Manchester United Liverpool show every single Tuesday, people. You will get it. Large up to everyone who. Is, has been tapped in. Big up to everyone who's watching this back. Don't forget, this show, audio of the shows on the YouTube channel, are available on audio-only platforms, people. SoundCloud, Spotify, iTunes, wherever you listen to podcasts, type in Sarcasm CETV and the show will pop up. And if there's somewhere you listen to podcasts in audio-only form and the show is not, 
let just send me a message and I will get it updated and added to whatever platform you listen on. But SoundCloud, make sure you hit us a follow. Spotify, all you Android users on Spotify, all you people who listen to music on Spotify, listen to your podcasts on there. Five star us, follow us on Spotify and five star us the sarcasm CTV. Same with iTunes as well. iTunes, Apple Podcast, all you iPhone users right now. Make sure you five star us on iTunes. <clears throat> We're trying to get the audio back as well as the YouTube backs as well. Make sure <clears throat> as well you follow us on Kick People because that's where the fan calling shows plus more and all the other content that was on the Twitch is going on. So make sure you probably get some um, international watch-alongs over on the Kick. The links for everything I've mentioned is underneath in the description of this live stream and all the other live streams, including Lewis's channel as well. But make sure you follow us on Kick sarcasm CETV. make sure you follow us on kick because you lot got so much to say in the chat and i get asked all the time people are like oh can you send me the link how do i get on the channel fan calling shows is one show far away to make sure you get on the channel and another way to make sure you get on the channel is join the membership i will be reaching to out to members up, ryan love every single time man big up, big up every single time but yeah love to everyone that has locked in i don't believe anybody is live so there is nobody to actually raid let me double check this uh final thoughts anything you want to add Ram, before you do indeed, before we do close out. It's going to be boring in the next couple of weeks, man. Or we'll next week. Setting out. We'll, we'll figure something out, man. Don't worry about it, man. I'm, I'm sure saying. we'll sort something out. Just saying. I'm sure we'll sort something out. But yes, mm -hmm. we will just continue to get content. We'll continue to bring the show. Obviously on Tuesdays when Marvin and I will be recapping the Premier League games both these clubs have and looking at Manchester United in the Champions League and Liverpool in the Europa League but yeah love to everyone that's locked in out of context I see you large up Jason said these shows are fire big up and appreciate you know it, what appreciate glad you lot enjoyed the shows love to Saint Saint will probably be back next week as well but I spoke to him earlier he's good people and Alam is still live so he's doing this in the motion football NFL so make sure you go hit the like button subscribe and yes international break I'm still here you're still going to get all the shows man International break. The only thing you're not going to get is watch-alongs. But from Monday to Friday, you're going to get the regular schedule. So the cross, this crossover show, all the other Mandem United crossover shows, the solo Mandem United, the Q&As, you're getting everything, doing the most, uh, the whole nine. But love to everyone that's locked in. This has been the Manchester United Liverpool show, Mandem United podcast, analysis at Anfield podcast, live on the Sarcasm City TV YouTube. Big up.